Welcome, weary traveler. You have stumbled across a comedy chronicle of cranial concoctions, a frenzied fusion of befuddled fables, an exacting expose on eclectic mythos. Should you brave ahead, you will find yourself enlightened, delighted, and only slightly misinformed on the many fantastical worlds that exist within our favorite media. Will you learn all there is to know? <laughs> that I cannot say. But I can say it will be the lore you know. To the lore you know, a podcast where three friends dive into the fantastical and often convoluted lore of media that we grew up with and love. And here to bring you the mostly correct facts about completely made up things this week are me, Fran. Uh, me, Ethan. Don't really love this game, but I'm gonna do my best. I am your lore master this week. It's me, CJ. Guys. I have a story to tell from the real world to start about okay. a young boy, a young impressionable boy who's so scared of everything. Is it's this a about scary you? world we live in. Um, no, uh, he's about someone I know. We'll call him CJ, and he <laughs> was uh -huh. very scared. He was very scared of everything. You see, uh, but there was one game series that taught him the skills needed in life to overcome his fear of the dark and heights and pretty much everything, um, and to uh, truly be a courageous warrior that uh, I have a confession. This story is about me. Mm -hmm. The courageous warrior that you <laughs> see before you is me, CJ, uh -huh. from the story. Uh, and there's one, game, there's one game series that teaches all of these skills to children. Uh, and I'm so excited to have the first and what I'm sure will be a long-running, highly successful series uh, of The Legend of Zelda. This week, we are going to talk about Skyward Sword, arguably either the best or second best <laughs> Legend of Zelda game ever made, depending on how you feel about spirit tracks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah. Skyward uh -huh. Sword, this was the one that was for the Wii U, right? That's no. right. No, okay. not only, no, well, okay, so it was for the Wii, it was also for the Wii U because of backwards compatibility, but yeah. friend, the technology to perfect this game did not exist in the hardware at the time. Miyamoto had to go back to his team and say, fix this, make this good so that my sweet, sweet boy can get the game that he deserves. And that's when they designed and developed the Wii Motion Plus, which was an extra thing oh, you had right. to connect to your controller the brick, to make the right? controller good. That's yeah. right. They started building it into controllers eventually, mm -hmm. but the old controllers, you had to buy yeah. an extension, like how you had to buy rumble packs for the yeah. Nintendo 64 yeah, yeah. controllers. And then you had to get the a new like condom for your Wiimote. Because That's right, brick. because the because you sort of de-circumcised it and it yeah. became unwieldy and bigger uh -huh. and all of that work made it slightly better it but was it amazing <laughs> it was like you were holding the sword 
okay, just timeline wise. Okay, because it was Twilight Princess was the first one for the Wii, and then the Wii U right. released, and they released Skyward Sword simultaneously for the Wii U and the Wii, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So and then well, they remastered the it for game- the Switch? Question mark. But um, yeah, I haven't played that version yet. I assume it's fantastic. I do own it. I just haven't gotten around to playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the amazing thing about Skyward Sword is that for years nerds like myself have long debated over the true timeline of the Legend of Zelda series and what what through line binds this series into one <laughs> continuous timeline which by the way spoiler there really is none it's all Calvin Ball it's made up as they go every time it's a little different but uh this particular game released alongside none other than the Hyrule Historia uh which was the definitive guideline for the canonical uh, timeline, the canonical <laughs> the uh, Calvin roles. Ball rule book, as it were. <laughs> it's it was the most amazing thing. Plus, there was a lot of cool art in it and stuff uh, for and audio development of the game. For audio listeners, CJ has a physical copy of this book yes. and very proudly uh, held it up. Mm-hmm. I'm, like his, I'm like his firstborn really cool child. He has. I'm not a. F- Fake fan. I have the High Rule Historia. I've read all of the fan fictions to see which ones are the most accurate. Well, uh, didn't the timeline this... start as like a fan made timeline, and Nintendo was just like, "All right, that sounds that sounds good." Yeah, they, there was there was like the director of the series. His job was to like try and put it together in a timeline, and he was like, "I I, I can't. It's not. They don't they don't fit together. We didn't make it to fit together, <laughs> but people really really wanted it, so they just shoved one together, uh, and then." Uh, Breath of the Wild came out and ruined everything, making it the worst game in the series. This is the best game in the Hot series because it finally answers all of the questions, all those sweet lore details that you have been craving ever since you were a little boy and you played it on the, mm-hmm. I mean, in my case, Wind Waker, because I'm not yes. that old. This this game is, it is like the epitome of less is more, maybe you don't need to explain everything about your background lore. No, no, no. No, um, no we must no. have okay. all the details. We might, it works we might out have so a little well bit for of a disagreement here. Uh-huh. Ethan's favorite part of this game is how much it explores the world. And <laughs> I think my I wanna... favorite part is toes, actually. I really like the toes in this game. The wiggly, like wiggly the toes. actual toes of the <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's big, toes. squishy, big, squishy feet, Fran, that really <laughs> you get up in those wiggly toes and just get mashed around like mashed potatoes. Okay. It's going to be good. We're going to get there. Okay. But to I truly understand the, the majesty, the scale of this game, we have to remember that this game was made as an anniversary edition for the entire Legend of Zelda series. When they made this game, they were like... Miyamoto was like, this is the capstone. This is the uh, the magnum opus for what the series has always been and will always be. <laughs> so it was the 25th anniversary. And they yeah. did some really awesome stuff with music. They had all these like or- course, orchestral things that they released, which are actually really cool. Yeah, and they have the all the concerts music. these days too. Yeah, yeah. Some of the best music that they've ever made, like legitimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they got rid of music in Breath of the Wild, which is also a reason that Breath of the Wild is the worst game. Was there? There was. Uh, there's music in Breath of the Wild. It's all ambient piano music. It's bullshit. Oh, At me, it spices okay. with. I dare you. <laughs> all right. Can fight me. But this game is important because it happens numero uno in the official timeline. So we're going to start out 
the camera pans down over a beautiful sea of clouds, and you see a fantastical floating city that exists above the clouds. Uh, it is light and airy, and the birds are chirping. They have birds there, um, like regular size one. But also we see Not soaring through the sky, large, beautiful birds. There are no bird people. Not in this um, one? Okay. Notab- notably, <laughs> there are no... There are bird people in some of them. There are bird people in it's some later. of them. The there bird are... people come from fish. They don't come from birds. Yeah, keep up, Okay, friend. okay. Got uh, it. The, yep. the, the, the water people started living in water so they adapted to living in water but then all of the water went everywhere so they decided too much water they decided to adapt into birds instead because there was more water wind waker this is is all wind waker so we're not gonna get into that the there's beautiful huge birds flying through the sky and we pan down and we see a sleepy boy just sitting in his bed uh, almost all the Link games start with Link waking up from his bed, which is a very cute way to start a game. Um, sometimes he wakes up on a beach, and uh, sometimes it's someone else's bed, but he's usually waking up. Ooh. And <laughs> all right, we see Zelda we stuff. see our we see our, <laughs> <laughs> oh maybe he's uh, you can break into Zelda's room in this game, but since Zelda's never there, uh, the only thing you can see is her dad taking a bath, which is also weird, but <laughs> whatever. All right, that's that's a that's a little aside, but we see our we see our boy Link, uh, or Poopy Butt, depending on what you've named him. Again, right. he can be pretty much anything. Uh, he is he's taking a snooze and then he wakes up. There's a huge fucking bird in his face. Ah, uh, there are large birds in this world called loft wings, but not and people birds. Very, no, they're just okay. big birds, but they're people like, ride. They've got kind of pelican faces. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've got big, they've got big ocean bird beaks, um, and they're large enough to ride. And people ocean do bird ride energy. them. All right. Uh, people in this people in this world have a very spiritual connection with these birds. They all worship a goddess named Hylia. Uh, this goddess is the patron goddess of all the Skyloftians. They live in a town called Skyloft, uh, and in Skyloft, when you come of age you get a bird companion who will be oh. your trusty bird companion for the rest of your life. That's fun. And Link has a bird companion of his own, but his bird companion, it's special. It is a rare crimson bird, uh, which is a totally unique bird, I guess. There's because only it's, one. Because it's red, you see. Because it's, because it's red. Because it's the best It's color. one of a kind, yes. It's a completely unique bird, and it's it's prophetic in that he has this uh, legendary colored bird, this, this shiny Pokemon bird, if you mm-hmm. will. Is it like a Harry Potter uh, situation where the bird chooses the wizard kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The birds just kind of appear to... So the the thing that the people believe is that these birds were sent by the goddess Hylia to watch over and protect their the the Skyloftian citizens and so when you come of age she sends you a bird that watches over you mm-hmm. because basically if you fall off of Skyloft you perish because you live in a city that's just floating above uh, you know in the sky and mm-hmm. there's no fences or anything which seems like a no-brainer <laughs> but you can just jump right off. So How, if you jump off, your bird catches you and brings you back up. Yeah, if How you start falling before Yeah, if you start falling before you're 13 years old, before you come of age and get your bird, well, you're in we'll, trouble. 
we'll we'll get to that. There's, How does there's the re- floor work then? If it's just what's what? It's just what like is a floating? big floating rock. It's a big floating like rock, like okay. a land mass. Okay, there, there is- are a bunch of like floating islands of rock that are connected with bridges and okay. stuff. Okay, all right. I was like, are they just on clouds? Because then that's not fair. All no, right. no, that would be ridiculous, yeah, friend. There confused. is, however, the cloud layer that exists below them, which is impenetrable. Uh, you can't see through it, and as far as anyone in Skyloft knows, there's nothing underneath okay, it. Okay, cool. Um, so they just exist in a sky world. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the less important dudes. I just want to get these guys out of the way. There's some characters that are really popular with people, and I'm fairly uncertain why. Uh, but there's Groose, Colin, and Stritch, which I guess are kind of bird puns, but not really. Uh, they're just three dudes that are kind of assholes. Oh. Uh, they have a little. They have Why a little are they popular gang. then? Well, because his uh, his character arc of Groose is so beautiful and poetic. It's, it's really stupid. So in <laughs> Zelda are they games, hot usually at least, or is it just... no? No? no, okay. Not really. Well, I mean, Groose is kind of buff, but he's they're all very goofy and cartoonish. As okay. opposed to like Link and Zelda, who are just beautiful human mm-hmm. beings mm-hmm. comparatively. Everyone else is a, a silly cartoon. Okay. Actually, another fun fact, uh Miyamoto said he was gonna make Zelda and Link cartoonish like Mario and give him big round goofy noses, <laughs> but his wife was like, You should make a hot character instead. And he was like, Okay. Good wife. Whatever you say, wife. So he made Link. He's a hot boy. Good. We need that. So these three are, are antagonistic towards Link. They are kind of assholes. Uh, they're definitely assholes. They steal his bird. Uh, that's kind. Of, that's pretty dickish, tra- yeah. And tra- trap him in a cage. Aw. Uh, Poor bird. But before we get to that point, we also have, of course, the titular Zelda, who is a beautiful bombshell blonde. Uh, she is the daughter of the chieftain, so she's a princess, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is uh, Link's childhood friend and oh. probably lover, if you know what I mean. They've got googly eyes for each other. Uh, and that is an important plot <laughs> point to, later on. Like we explicit need to be, googly eyes? Because we need to be games, really careful because we're moving into like CJ's uh, fantasy fan realm. <laughs> That's your fan right, fiction. What can, I, what can I say? I have a type. Uh-huh. Uh, is it like so, explicitly like they do like each other? Because in some games, it's just yeah. kind of like, oh, Link, you're our hero and our only hope. And then... Like, no, there's they they she goes into it a little bit later. It's actually kind of skeezy, but did she I'll, make him I'll a cake? That. Like Peach. What? <laughs> did she make him a cake like Princess Peach? Oh, come to the she castle? made him a cake. No, right. no. Talk no, about that. This sounds booty, like fan baby. fiction. No. This sounds like your fan fiction. <laughs> the the only other person of note is uh Gabora, who is Zelda's dad, the chieftain oh. of Skyloft. Uh, he shares a name with Kapoor Gabora, who's a, an owl in a different game. So he serves as a wise or the annoying no, he's owl. Wise owl. No, he's a wise owl. Oh, it's he's it, a good boy. It's not the one that you just press A constantly and you end up back. Yeah, in he's suit. that one. Oh, okay, he's he not scary. One. He's funny. There's a lot of scary uh, things. In I mean, maybe you games. pressed A through all the parts where he said hooty hoo and other <laughs> other friendly things. 
but Gabora is our is our wise man character who is who's going to guide Link through his journey in Skyloft. Uh, in Skyloft, you asked about what happens when people fall off the edge. In Skyloft, there are a group called the Knights. Uh, they train at the Knight Academy, and I think pretty much their only job is to catch people when they fall off the side of Skyloft. <laughs> Helpful. Uh, they're, they're trained in they're trained in the ways of sword and shield, uh, and they're trained how to fly with their their bird friends. Uh, so presumably they're there to guard the city, but the city is never under attack by anything. They're really there's just guarding like one, the edge at that point. There's there's a one cave that's like forty feet long in <laughs> in all of Skyloft that has like some bats in it, and that is the most dangerous thing in the whole world for all these these people now. <laughs> like they're like, um, what do you think I like? Maybe put a fence around the city. Like, no, we'll have a full police force that is moving at all times to catch anyone jobs, who falls. Ethan. This is the job. Yeah, creation. Ethan, you're not thinking about the long-term economy There's of just, Skyloft. We have, we have no job opportunities. We have two farmers, and we don't need anyone else. What do we do? Yeah. I don't know. Make a police. Uh, it's graduation time. The the knights are all graduating and Link is in the graduating class. Mm. So he and Zelda are going to have a little fly together to uh, celebrate Link getting through all of his courses. Cute. And so they both jump off the side of Skyloft, as you do, and Link summons his bird, but he does not appear, which is crazy oh. because a bird is bonded to its rider. He would always appear. Uh, and oh. so Zelda saves Zelda saves him with her with her burb, uh, which is also a rare color. It's like of course. light light blue or something. But she she saves him and brings him back to the island. And he's like, "What the fuck, dude? My bird's gone." So you go on a little adventure for your bird, and you find that he's been caged up. And of course, it was Groose and his cronies who done caged up your bird. Which is attempted murder in this world. That yeah. is, I, you should go to jail. Like, if you don't have your bird and you expect your bird to be there when you jump off, you just die. You're mm -hmm. dead now. I, yeah, that's, I, when you said that you just like jumped off the side mm -hmm. to celebrate, I'm like, this, well, you whistle for your, like, I you still think for your bird it's a little irresponsible because you think the, you should start on the bird and then go <laughs> off. Yeah. That would be so slow, friend. What would the no police would do, do then? <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what would the edge guard do? Well, they didn't save Link, so. Well, Zelda was there. It was probably fine. would have. It's fine. I believe so, that the cops would have been there in time. So, <laughs> Groose, <laughs> I believe the police are in the right. Uh, <laughs> Zelda, uh, it's revealed that Groose is being a huge asshole, partly because he's a huge asshole, but mostly he because he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has a crush on Zelda, and she doesn't mm -hmm. like, or he doesn't like that she is uh, got clearly uninterested in him. as well. Yeah, so there is a, a competition among uh, the graduating class, which is Link and these three other guys. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a competition to fly the best. Uh, that's kind of unimportant. It doesn't matter. Link wins in the end, and Groose gets really angry. But the to the victor goes the spoils, and the spoils are a handmade sailcloth from the princess, uh, which is a pretty shit gift, but okay. she seems to think it's pretty cool. Uh, Link then uses the sailcloth to just jump off of stuff and float to the ground. Okay, hang This glider. is a prototype of the hang glider from... Yeah 
Breath of the Wild, yeah. but way worse because it just you just float straight down and you don't I take mean, fall damage. You're, yeah, you're you're kind of playing it down though, CJ. You can fall like you know a straight Infinite. mile down, yeah. and then as long as, as you, you open the sail a moment before you hit the ground, you have uh, you're completely safe and unharmed. Yeah, speedrunners is a sort of tap it open and then it just go poof, and then you're on the ground. It's fine. <laughs> So why so, is why is Groose uh, popular? He sounds he's he's like kind of like the he's like the <laughs> yeah he totally is but he's like the, the he's Japanese popular? bully kind of thing where like okay. hey oh hey look at this little nerd over here talking to the princess isn't that right and the other two guys are like yeah boss he's sucks a bad ween dude it's like yeah, I'm entitled to have a girl like me because I yeah. exist what yeah it, yeah okay. well in in fairness. They exist on a town that has like 40 people total. I would assume that male dominant competition for <laughs> access to mates is pretty important in their society considering there's hardly any like I think Zelda's the only female in their age group. There might be oh. one other like cute shop girl. There usually <laughs> is, but Okay. But generally speaking, it's it's pretty it's pretty rough pickings when you live in an isolated sky realm. Mm. That means there's so, a high chance that Zelda and Link are related, but that's fine. Continue. <laughs> Don't think about that too much. <laughs> uh, that. I try not to. Anyway, the the boys are defeated. The gang is routed. Link has his bird back, and he gets to participate in the goddess ceremony with Zelda, where she they do this whole parachute ceremony to celebrate the goddess and how cool she is. And <laughs> Zelda plays a sick tune on her goddess's harp, which is a Dope. magical instrument said to be used by the goddess herself in ancient times. Cool, cool. So this is all great. They, the two of them decide that they want to take a nice fly together to celebrate. This time, Link jumps off. Again, just jump straight off, already burned by that once, but he jumps right <laughs> back on that giant bird. And this time, him? his bird comes. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, and so the two of them have a cute little fly together through the sky, which is how the ceremony concludes. And as they're flying, a dark tornado swirls up from beneath the cloud cover and sucks up Princess Zelda oh. as her oh, loft wing geez. is her loft wing is flung off to the side, and Zelda falls below the cloud barrier, which again to these people is like going to hell. That's and good. so she's gone. What? No, she was she Where's was spirited away. Her bird uh, tornado comes back. It. Yeah, no, her bird comes back, but okay. uh, Zelda Zelda is lost. Not even a loftwing can go beneath the cloud barrier, and so Link like flies back. Tried. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, the cloud barrier was put there by the goddess, and the birds are there because of the goddess. So I guess she gets to make the rules either way. <laughs> So Link Link flies back to Gabura and is like, Zelda's gone, holy shit, dude, she just fell down. And he's like, Link, I'm going to tell you this. There's a strange world that we don't really talk about because it's too scary for us, but we call <laughs> it the surface world. Oh, it God. exists beneath the cloud barrier. Of course. And I think that she could probably be there, but in order to get there, you would have to be some sort of hero of legend. And Link is like, oh, well, that's a bummer that I'm not. He's like, wait. I also have this cool sword that's in this pedestal, and it's said that only the true hero can take the sword out of the stone. Okay. So All I right. guess you can nice you can table. give that a shot. Yeah. I now suppose. listen, right. I'm gonna need you to do about like 
an hour of in-game time doing chores around the city to make sure that you're up to snuff, hero. Yeah, but we're, then we're, about <laughs> we're about 10 hours into the game by now. Oh my god! Like, uh, you have to do, you've got to chase it's... a cat for a while. You have to do a bunch of errands <laughs> before you can graduate school. Like, we're, we're far into this. It's All right. so rough. But now, now we've got our hook. This is where the adventure begins. Zelda is taken to the surface world. So, of course, you go into this ancient temple that is hidden within inside the giant goddess statue that's mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. big standard. landmark of Skyfall. Standard. Yep. Skyfall. Skyfall. And you you pull the sword out, and voila, the wow. sword comes out. Not only Amazing. that. Amazing. Who would have predicted this? Out of the sword comes a really cool character. <laughs> no. The An sword? amazing... Out of the sword, there exists within the sword a spirit named Fee. She is a robot, I think. She's like a robot hologram. And she she's, is our Navi. She's a prototype Siri. Like, yeah. It's pretty she, bad. She's she in is, the sword? She, she yeah. lives in the sword. She's the spirit of the sword. She was put in there by the goddess Hylia to guide the hero who was able to pull the sword out of the stone. I mean, that's pretty considerate of Hylia. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she had very little faith in the hero. She was really like step by step yeah, guide this I hero. Mean, Young master, I think you should look five feet over there. There is a rupee. Please pick that up. It is money. Okay. Ethan so. doesn't like Fee because Fee <laughs> is... So everyone talks about Navi from the Ocarina of Time, yeah. which I know you've played, Fran, is, is like up in your face a lot. It's like that, but about 20 times more frequently. Yeah, I was going to say Navi. But I honestly don't think Navi was that bad, but I was also thinking more the cap from Minish Cap also. Yeah, no, it's, it's well, it fills that role, but yeah. yeah. It, fill, it fills that role, but if you took every single one of their lines and all of Midna lines, like Navi and the Cap and Midna, like oh, put all of them Midna together, yeah. that would not be as much talking to you about like <laughs> the basics of a video game as Fee does. They are just trying uh, to make sure it's accessible to everybody. Exactly, exactly Ethan. You <laughs> can hardly be discounted fair. for that. I, I just, I really like, and I'll, I'll let it go after this, but I do need to say like, it sticks in my mind so heavily this one time where like you go down, there's a little dude who's like, oh, I've lost my grandpa. Can you please help me find him? And then like, you're like, okay, this is what I need to do. But it doesn't let you play yet. The camera pans over to where the grandpa is, letting you know the exact path that you have to take. I'm like, okay, that's a little obvious. But no, it doesn't let you play yet. Because then Fee says, I think I see the grandfather over there. Recovering him would be doing what this little boy would like you to do. So you should do it, as that is good. Uh, Ethan has some strong feelings, it would seem. Uh, I think and... I honestly think you would like her, V. You'd like <laughs> Fee, Fran. There you go. Uh, she she is, she's like a dancer. She, in, she does interpretive dance. That's her. Cute interaction I'm, I'm sorry ethan has had such a struggle with the game that's literally designed for children and it's helpful for babies hints for babies <laughs> uh she it would be nice if you could turn it off uh she, <laughs> she doesn't have arms she just has like a cape she's cool. she's designed to look Not like bad. a sword cool um, but link ha link has acquired the sky the skyward sword it's called the goddess sword uh but and also, is, aka the Skyward Sword namesake of the game. Yeah, okay. the the sword is called the Goddess Sword, but you can use a, an ability called the Skyward Strike, where you 
clumsily point your physical <laughs> hand with a nunchuck in it straight up into the air. Uh -huh. It charges with goddess energy and then you can shoot it out. Do you have to like uh, spin it too to like charge it up? No, like... you just have to get yeah. it to like, you have to like, you gotta like wiggle it so it like locks in that vertical position uh -huh. because it like, you it know, it kind like... of, it kind of gets there and then stays there, but then you do have to hold it really steady because again, the controls aren't super great. Yeah, the Wemo and doesn't then... quite have what it takes for a little circle around thing. So that that one's that's fun. That's good fun. And uh, Gabura also gives you a magical tablet, which goes into the pedestal inside of this chamber. And when you put the tablet inside, shwa, a hole opens up in the cloud barrier mm, that convenient. is a beacon. And so Link now has a way to get down below the cloud barrier. Okay. And wait, he also he... has a magic sword. If he had this tablet the entire time, couldn't he have just put the tablet in the thing to open up the portal? Yeah. But okay. he's All right. but he he's very scared. Alright. Yeah. So Everyone he's in not Skyloft a legendary is, hero. Yeah. Everyone in Skyloft is very scared. I'm not gonna go and try uh, and find my daughter. That's ridiculous. I'm just an old man who looks an awful lot like an owl. Yeah. And he and he laughs. He goes, hoo hoo hoo. That's how he laughs. As a side note. So so Link goes off into the the portal, the hole down to the surface world, and uh, his loft wing doesn't fly below the clouds, but he just kind of jumps in, and then he parachute falls the rest of the way, and he lands at an ancient temple, uh, which is weird, because nobody lives below the clouds. Uh, but he goes inside, and he finds an old, old lady, and she's like, hello, traveler. I've been expecting you. And you're like, oh, okay, Cool, and she's like, oh, can you help me with a quick errand before you go on your adventure? And it's like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, an ancient demon that has been sealed away for a thousand years is escaping his imprisonment, and I'd like oh. you to put him back inside, please. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like something to get done, yeah. Yeah, you're like, okay, I guess I can manage that pretty quick. Like, And so you come to an arena that you will see a lot during this video game. <laughs> An exceptional amount of time. <laughs> um, but at the bottom, there's a, there's a little pillar. And uh, as you get closer, uh, you see that there is a monster trying to escape from underneath the ground. And this pillar is holding it, holding it in. Uh, and so you pillar. take your sword. Yeah, you take your sword, you smack the pillar. The, the monster gets put back underground. Oh, that's great. And... You go back to the old lady and she's like, that is the imprisoned. He is just pure evil incarnate. Mm. And long ago, the goddess Hylia sealed him up and uh, he's been there ever since. But mm. something is happening and his bonds are weakening and he keeps getting out that little rascally devil. Uh, I think you and that girl who fell from the sky earlier have something to do with it. They don't I blame she... the youths. <laughs> They don't explain how Zelda got down without a parachute, but she is fine. The old the lady's like, sure. The old lady's <laughs> like, I know where she went. She went off with some other lady who seemed to be protecting her, and they uh, they just pieced out to this forest temple. So you should go there. And you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Has there not been a single like temp water temple, forest temple, anything in this game yet until now? No, um, we're like four hours no. into the game and we've had no temple no or temples. anything like that. Okay. Yeah. No, we've had about yeah, we've had a lot of tutorials. But mm -hmm. she sends you on your way and you get sent off into the forest 
and you go through the forest where you meet the first inhabitants of the surface world that you come across, the cute little kikwis. They uh, sound adorable. Just, what? They're just round little black boys <laughs> that are just about a foot tall. They've got tiny, tiny little arms and legs, and they're little forest spirits. Uh, they cute. they live in tree houses. They have a little tribe together. Uh, the the chieftain of the tribe is like a comically oversized version of them that's like twenty feet tall. That's just a huge <laughs> fat one. Um, they sound they're adorable. All really, they're all really cute, but ultimately useless. All they <laughs> tend to do is get lost. Uh, this is where this is where Ethan's favorite mechanic of the game is revealed. <laughs> Apparently, oh, no. if Fee comes into contact with a thing, she can find other things of that nature oh. by using an amazing technology known as dousing, which allows you to point your sword physically, awkwardly, with your hand in different directions, and it will light up if you're pointing it at the right direction. So you spend a lot of the game oh pointing God. your sword at one thing, like a tiny little key, yeah. key and then aiming it randomly in every other direction mm -hmm. to try and find another kikui. You that spend actual sounds... hours, yeah, actual <laughs> hours of this game playing hot and cold. You warmer? Game. You warmer? Yeah. Oh, no, colder uh -huh. over there. I love the, that. <laughs> so they're, ridiculous. They're very cute and, as I said, pretty pretty useless. But they do say that there's this old sky temple that exists uh, in the forest. And you should go there. It seems pretty cool. Uh, and so, of course, you do. You go through the forest. You go through the Sky Temple, which is your first temple. And you find an ancient spring. And inside the spring, there is nothing. Oh, I was thinking, uh, but, I was hoping it'd be a fairy. No, this is an ancient spring that the goddess Hylia used for purification rituals. <laughs> and uh, they did not find... They did not find Princess Zelda here, but they found another piece of the tablet and they are told that by the mysterious Impa uh, who shows up, who's a young combat woman. She is a Sheikah, as we find out later. Mm. Uh, she says that the princess isn't there. She's somewhere else. She had another castle should, even? Yeah. And so you should go there instead. So you say, ah, beans. All right. So you fly back up to the sky, you put the tablet into the pedestal again, and another hole in the cloud barrier opens up. Wait, how did he get back to the sky? Uh, you can go to these little uh, statues, these uh, goddess statues that are built all over the ground, uh -huh. and you say, I would like to go back to the sky, please, and an updraft of wind pushes you up into the sky, and you use your little parachute to fly back up into the sky, and then once you get above the cloud barrier, your your little boy catches you again. I feel like Zelda's dad could have put a little more effort into trying to find his daughter. It was scary. Sca it's scary. Ground is scary. There's okay. kikwis there. We don't know what they're capable of. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's twenty feet tall. Again, he eats men alive. I'm pretty sure that they don't do anything. I'm pretty sure they only just get lost. You have to find them. I recall having to find them a lot. That's why you did so, the hot and cold thing. Yeah. Yes, a them. lot, a lot. So this, uh, we're we're starting to get to our to our game loop. Uh, we're starting to get to the actual gameplay. Find a temple. Oh, we're getting close. Also, find a spring. Zelda's not there. She's in a different castle. And then also pop back al up. along Got the it. yeah along the way um, in the Skyward Temple the Skyview 
temple, which is the name of the temple, the, the sky temple, uh, they come across a very creepy man who's so lithe and powerful, uh, who refers to himself as Lord Girahim. He is our main ongoing protagonist for the game. Not the uh, demon trying to escape his chains. No, the that's the imprisoned. You do fight the imprisoned a few times. You reseal <laughs> so him every time. You just gotta bap he, him back in, right? Just like yeah. That. So he he emerges out of the the seal every once in a while, and you have to slam a, the spike back into stamp. his head. Yeah. yeah. All right. You you don't just have to like slam the spike back into his head, though. As he's craw- crawling his way out mm. of the spiral, he, you he see he like has a little worm. He wiggles like a little worm, <laughs> and you see he has just this vicious mouth full of dagger-like teeth. But then on the other end, he does just have a bunch of like balloon-looking toesies, and you do just have to smack those toesies. You he's just, got he's got weak little toesies. Got it. Uh, every he's one of those villains where every time he shows up, he's slightly different. He's trying to get to the temple. He's trying to get out of this big hole and get to the temple for some reason. Uh, and so the first time he's just walking, you just bap his little toes, and he <laughs> falls over when you do that. And then you slam the spike back in his head. Another time, like Ethan said, he's wiggling up like a worm for some reason. And that <laughs> one, you also have to bap his toes, but they're just like keep wiggling away, and it's really weird. And it's weird. Uh, another time he just flies he doesn't grow wings or anything but he has like a big halo over his head and he's just like hovering up like a demon with that one's pretty cool but every time you fight him like literally i think it's six or seven times just back uh, back in. but cool. but every time mm-hmm. you've got to bap him back into the thing but, but he's this, not the main antagonist he's just a fun little side well, he's he's just a thing that you have to keep yeah he's a thing that you have to keep dealing with this oh, okay. is the the this is this ongoing idea that the seal on this ancient evil is weakening mm-hmm. and you're kind of delaying the inevitable by bopping him back inside, but eventually he's going to, he's going to get his way out. All right. But creepy old guy. You can't guy. be there every time. <laughs> uh, gear him isn't old. He's, he's young oh, and live creepy and powerful. Guy. Just a creepy guy. Yeah. Got it. He's really mm-hmm. creepy. He always licks his lips. He's like, oh. Ah, oh. Uh, but he is, He's at the the temple when you go through it, and he's like, the tornado was me. I mm. sent it to kidnap Zelda, but instead of kidnapping Zelda, this stupid Sheikah woman came and took her from me, and now I'm going to capture her because I'm going to use her for a ritual sacrifice to bring to bring the imprisoned back to, to give his him full even strength. more toesies. <laughs> give him big wiggly toes. I don't know. The so, imprisoned seems to get out fine on his own. I don't think he needs to like sacrifice anything. Yeah, just... but the imprisoned is even when he's getting out, he's in a weakened state. Uh Girahim is trying to trying to make a dark sacrifice for his dark lord so that he fully gains regains his power. And so he fights you, you fight him back. He's like, mm-hmm. that's a pretty lame magic sword. You suck, dude. And then he pieces out. He does that thing where he he says, ah, you suck. You're not strong at all. You did just beat me, but I'll be back and I'm going to do it for real next back. time. I wasn't even trying. <laughs> you also <laughs> fight him. glowing down his face. You also fight him about a half dozen times. Can't just bap that one, it sounds like, though. No, he's just kind of a dick, though. Mm, uh, creepy, creepy assholes everywhere. So next up, you have to go to Elden Volcano. Link goes inside to the volcano and he finds Girahim again, who's like, "Shit, I just missed that Zelda again. Fuck." Uh, 
so he sends Scaldera after you, which is just another fire spider in a long mm. line of fire spiders that exist in the Legend of Zelda series. And you beat him and you find the second spring. Uh, Fee does another fancy dance that reveals more goddess lore. And you're like, shit, Miss Zelda again. Got to catch up with her. But you get another, another tablet. Uh, and so, of course, back up to the sky. Slam that into the into the pedestal. And a third location is revealed. You fall down into that location and you find yourself in the Lineru Desert. Right, before we get into uh, the this, desert, question about the tablet. Yeah. So Yeah, what's up? Are they are these all like in one piece tablets and there's just like slots for a different number of tablets up there, or is it like puzzle piecing it together? It's it's like the world's worst puzzle. I'm pretty okay. sure. Like it <laughs> they they, are they, sh- they, s- they spell out a map basically that is a map of the surface world and then there's a spot on the map where you can fall and if you bring the tablet in it okay you don't even bring the tablet you just have to put it into this pedestal okay the goddess statue and then it opens up these places got it okay making sure so in the desert the desert's I like the desert. I think it's cool. Uh, There is a mining facility in the desert where they mine time crystals. Uh, The time crystals turn... What do the time crystals do? They they turn back a a location to a point in the past. uh, For how long? As long as they're, like, active. Oh. And... But you can only have, like, one active at a time. So it's Mm. like a puzzle. Mm -hmm. But... Through this, you learn that the Lineru Desert used to be the Lineru Lake. Hmm. Uh, and Neru is known as the Water, uh, the Water Goddess. Oh. So <gasps> her desert, her lake turned into a desert over time. The only, the only inhabitants of this land are the little robot guys. They are oh. the, they, they mine the crystals and okay. they're all broken. But when you activate the crystals, they go back into a point in time where they aren't broken, and so you can talk to them. Mm, that's weird, but yes. okay. So where did the robots gonna, come they, from? They, they were good. <laughs> they were actually gonna do Zora, but they thought it would be a little awkward if it was just a pile of bones and you used the time machine <laughs> and went back. You're like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is a little dark. So yeah, it's just robot parts, and you go back in time, and there's a full robot. Uh, inside of this desert is the actual Temple of Time. Uh, The Temple of Time is Zelda's final destination. Uh, We learn that Zelda has been going to these springs because she needs to purify herself. And now she's going to the Temple of Time now that she's been purified. And she's going to do something important in there. You don't know what. So you find a way into the Temple of Time. And you have a climactic battle with Girahim, who's trying to capture Zelda before she can do her important thing. Mm-hmm. Impa is also there and is saying things like, you cannot yet see the princess. She has an important task to do. She's too pure right now, and you would silly her with <laughs> your gross, gross man hands. <laughs> <laughs> but you fight Girahim while Zelda and Impa go through a time portal in the Temple of Time that leads to the distant past. And as Impa goes through, she destroys the portal. And... Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's gone. You can't use it anymore. Mm-hmm. Girahim is understandably pretty upset by all of this. Mm-hmm. You're able to fight him back once again. And 
before Zelda leaves through the portal, she gives Link her magical goddess harp that she oh. had at the beginning that she used for her ceremonies, uh, saying that there is some sort of key to this harp that is necessary for uh, catching up with her. Uh, Link isn't exactly sure what he's doing at this point. He's just trying to save Zelda. He's bas he's just running around the world trying to save Zelda, and he's always one. She seems fine, honestly. She's doing stuff like it's true, but agenda. He's he's got the hots for her, and he doesn't want her to go yeah, too stupid I mean, at him. So she did just give him a chore to do too. So I mean, just gotta Is this hop to it. Harp gonna turn into like an ocarina where if you play it, it does stuff. It would never be an ocarina anyway. They. <laughs> There are a lot of magical instruments in Zelda. It's a very musical series. Yeah. Uh, so Link needs to find a way to get into the past, but the Temple of Time has been rendered unusable. But fortunately, There's all he those learns time that crystals? there is... No, that's nah. nothing. But he hell? does learn that there is another portal of time Conveniently. Uh, that exists in another temple. It's the first temple, the one with the old lady that's guarding uh. it. The portal can be restored, but to do that, Link is going to need a cooler sword because his sword is stank and stupid. It's, mm. uh, it's so it's not cool enough. Yeah, you will have to to find this amazing sword if you want to be able to open the portal to the past and reunite with Zelda. So Link is like. Ah, shit. <laughs> but this time, he has a magical harp. Mm. What it does is allows the designers of the game to reuse areas one for one, uh, but <laughs> you have to go back to all of them. So you know oh, the dear. three, you know, so we have the forest, the the volcano, and mm -hmm. the desert. desert I hope you like thing. these places because we're these are the- We're doing it again. These are the three places we're going to go to. Okay. Uh, this also reveals another of Ethan's favorite mechanics for the game. There's an upgrade system for your items, and to upgrade your items, you have to farm resources by killing enemies, but there's no way that you could get enough resources in one go. So you do have to just farm enemies, fly back up into the sky, and then come back down and farm them some more. After they respawn. So that mm -hmm. so that you can get enough resources to upgrade, you have to like catch butterflies. You have to catch so many butterflies in <laughs> the butterfly net. That does sound a little obnoxious. I'm sorry. Oh, but when Breath of the Wild makes you catch butterflies, it's cool because you can cook them into a ros risotto or whatever. I mean, it has such a fun little cooking animation and song I mean, and dance I, situation. And I'm so. just sitting here like I don't like either of those ones. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Link is determined to get this key, but he's already explored these three areas. What is he going to do? Well, Play a song? In, each, in each of the three areas, there's a goddess statue, and he goes to the goddess statue, yeah. and he plays a song that he has to find out, learn from, uh, from different people. Usually, it's from a dragon. There are dragons in this world, but we'll get back to that. Okay. Them. Surprise. So he plays, he plays the song for these statues, and he is teleported into the scariest place that has ever been made in a Legend of Zelda game. Uh, the A lot of people quote like the Rededs as the scariest thing in Zelda, and they are very scary, especially the ones in Ocarina and in Wind Waker. In this game, it sends you to a realm where you become completely helpless. All of your items don't work. You are just a boy, and you have to stealthily collect a bunch of 
beads. I think they're like spirit dew or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but you like have that. to, it's a big stealth mission. And if you get spotted by the giant statue that's kind of watching as you're doing this, then the statue comes to life and sprints full speed at you while the entire screen shakes and he screeches as you uh, get closer and closer to death. Oh, uh, dear. Well, you have to do this in each of the three places that you've already been. Oh. And every time you do this, you get an item that helps unlock a new area in the map. Oh, goodness. Uh, that does and sound terrifying. Once you, <laughs> once you unlock this item. And tedious. <laughs> yeah, it's all of these things. <laughs> once you unlock this item, uh, you get access to a sacred flame that is being guarded by one of the three dragons. Each of the dragons, again, relating to one of the three goddesses. So are uh, these dragons been... instead of fairies? Then kinda they they're they're friendly, goofy dragons, uh, but they are very powerful and immortal. And m- most of them are pretty lame. One's a big girl dragon that does water. One's a big fire dragon that lives in a volcano. Uh, but the third one is actually kind of interesting because the third one is dead. You find him and he is a pile of bones. Oh. And you're like, mm-hmm. ah, shit. That's but that's the desert one. Oh, so, so he's the crystal. You, so you open a time portal and you talk to him and he's like, oh, I'm immortal, but I am really sick. And so I will die from that. <laughs> it's and- a bummer. <laughs> that is a bummer. Hey, wait, can you tell me, do I get better? <laughs> I'm really kind of hoping you'll tell me I get better. The only cure is a magical fruit that grows on a magical tree that takes a thousand years to to fruit. And he planted one in the Leneru, uh, the Leneru Basin, which used to be a flourishing river. But mm-hmm. over time, it withered and died because the whole valley dried up. Uh-huh. And so he's like, I really hope this grows in time for me to not perish. Uh, so you take that fruit and you bring it back to the temple and in the past and then you plant it there in the past and then you wait for it to sprout in the future and then you grab a big apple and then bring it back to the guy and then go back to the past and then give him the apple and he was like I don't know how you did this but nice job kiddo and then he's not a big pile of bones in the future and then you can do a bunch of challenges and then he gives you a shield so he just really fucked with the timeline just now then yeah there's some there's some time shenanigans but there's some time shenanigans in all the Zelda games (laughs) so whatever all right. But Link goes to each of the three f- sacred flames, and the flame is imbued into his sword, and every time his sword gets more and more cool. Then after the third sacred flame shoots into the sword, we're going to have a flashback. This doesn't happen in the game, but I'm doing it for dramatic effect. We're flashing back all hey. the way to the creation of this realm. In the beginning, there were three goddesses. Mm-hmm. It was Feror, Feror, Nehru, and Din, and they created the world. We all know that from the Ocarina of Time cutscene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, and then after they got done creating the world, it was said that they left this world, and at the spot that they left, they created the Triforce, a magical triangle that could grant the wish of any mortal who touches it but only if their heart contained the attributes of all three of the goddesses, strength, wisdom, and courage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. After this happened, there was another goddess named Hylia who existed not spiritually in a different plane of existence. She was just a goddess who hung around 
in the world. In the olden days, there was a great evil that was rising up in order to try and take the power of the Triforce for themselves to gain ultimate power. But the Lady Hylia did not want this to happen as she was a servant to the other three gods. Mm -hmm. And so she went out looking for a courageous hero who was strong enough to wield the power of the Triforce. And the goddess Hylia shows up in her true goddess form. She looks a lot like Zelda. And she says, I have this really kicking sword. (laughs) It's the, the sword that can kill all evil. But in order to wield it, it'll have to be broken and reforged because this sword is a sword for the gods and I need a mortal to be able to use it because only a mortal can use the Triforce. So she needs a hero who's mortal and can use her kicking ass sword. So the first Link takes the sword from the goddess Hylia and destroys it and reforges it into the Master Sword. Mm -hmm. Then the Master Sword is used to raise a large chunk of land off of the ground and shoot it up into the sky because Hylia wanted a place for her people to be safe. Ah, and this is Skyloft. the origin. This is the origin of Skyloft. God. And then in a heroic sacrifice, the first link decides to stay behind with the goddess Hylia and the rest of the terrestrial creatures like the Gorons to fight back the armies of the demon lord. Okay. But he is unable to overcome them. And so he perishes and he says, I'm sorry. Uh, also, Hylia came with a bird and she was also, like, there are this, birds. this is a god bird <laughs> and only the true hero will be chosen by the god bird. And the and bird's that's the like, red one? you're supposed to be the hero? I don't think so. But then his courageous self-sacrifice meant the bird was like, "I, you will be my rider for all eternity. And He's like, cool. And so he did that with his bird friend, mm-hmm. uh, but he tragically perished. And he said, I'm sorry, I cannot keep my promise, bird friend. And the bird was like, oh, no, we will be entwined in fate for all of history. So reincarnation and exists in Zelda land. Yes. So yeah. uh, oh yeah, Hy- Hylia, who is also there, <clears throat> used the last of her strength to seal away the demon lord, and he became the imprisoned. But in doing so, she realized that she could not defeat the Demon Lord without the help of the true hero and the Triforce. And since the Triforce can only be wielded by mortals, she said, all right, I will give up my divinity and reincarnate as a human. And I will bring with me my my heroic warrior so that any time we are needed, we will reincarnate as the princess and the hero thus starting the cycle of all of the Legend of Zorothal games. I do reserve ah. the right to flirt with the hero if he should be pretty cool. If, if he's cute. Only if he's cute. And so... So why did you think this was a good plan when they weren't able to defeat the evil the first time? Because she needs the power of the Triforce to defeat the evil. Yeah, and she but, can't use the Triforce. But the dude was there. They, she had a hero with the Triforce yeah, and the sword, right? But so it didn't work the first time. So why did she he think wasn't, this plan would work he later? He wasn't ready yet. Much like the sword, he had to be forged through hardships to become the true hero. Okay. And by the time he had completed his his heroic spirit, it was already, the sword was already in Skyloft and <laughs> So was the Triforce. We'll get to that. The Zelda series loves a redo. 
so the the goddess sent the master sword up into Skyloft, where it over time lost power and mm-hmm. became the goddess's sword, mm-hmm. as well as hiding the Triforce up in Skyloft to be guarded by her weak, weak people. But they were all up in like the air, and there's no way to get there. So <laughs> it was fine. still a pretty it was a pretty <laughs> fine plan for the time being. So we snap back to this reality. Oh, there goes tragedy. The third and final flame is absorbed into the sword and it reverts back from the goddess's sword into the master sword once again, regaining its true form. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's so fucking epic, dude. And you pee your pants <laughs> with how excited you are. You mm-hmm. go, I was making the master sword the whole time. I know it was on the front of the box, but I didn't realize I was creating it. <laughs> That's pretty fucking this fucking rules. So this you is go, the coolest thing my 12-year-old <laughs> self has ever seen. <laughs> so you go back, you go back to the temple where the old lady is is guarding vigil and she tells you that you can use the master sword to reopen the time portal and reunite with Princess Zelda in the far past. And you go through the time portal and you go to a time that is right after the goddess Hylia sealed away the imprisoned and, and he remembered Skyloft. to close the portal behind him, right? So no one could follow him. Fran, why would you do that? Fran, always spoiling it. He always spoiling it. He goes. He goes off into the past, and it is just after the imprisoned has been imprisoned, and the goddess Hylia has given up her divinity, and the temple to Overwatch it was just created. Link uh-huh. catches up with. Link catches up with Zelda and Zelda says, oh, hey, so apparently the the binding spell that was used on this big boy uh, requires Hylia to exist. But Hylia gave up her divinity and became mortal. So she's not around to hold this binding spell in place. So this was an but, even worse uh, plan than we first thought. But I... And the reincarnation of Hylia. I have her powers. So I need to stay here in order to keep the binding spell in place until the time where you, the hero, are able to defeat him with your true strength. Mm. And you're like, ah, man, I came all this way and now you have to stay here. And she's like, yeah, yeah. sorry, but I'll see you later. And you're like, I guess. So. Princess Zelda puts herself into a crystal because she's a princess in a Legend of Zelda games. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the crystal is uh, put into the into the temple, um, which is cool because throughout the game, there's this door you can't get into at the back of the temple and you can only see a big crystal in the back oh. of it. And then you realize it was Princess Zelda the whole time. Oh she was there God. the whole time. Oh, they did a Futurama. They did. <laughs> and so she is there just holding the demon in place but impa's Mm. like if you want to defeat the imprisoned then you need to get the triforce that's the only way man and if you want to get the triforce you are gonna have to do some work and you're like to go back to the three temples again listen fran so you go back up to Skyloft and you talk to Gabura and who's like the Triforce. Uh, pff, I don't know shit, dude. He's actually not very helpful. What a uh, non-helpful owl. The hell. But he's but he's like, there's this huge Leviathan that exists above the the clouds that has encyclopedic knowledge of all things. We haven't seen him in a while though, so I don't know what he's up to. Okay. All right. So 
now is a very important part we of the story. Him Deus Ex. <laughs> now, now is a very important part of the story where you go to the pumpkin <laughs> shop and you get pumpkin soup because he loves pumpkin soup. The Leviathan loves pumpkin soup. Yeah, yes, of course he does. Is, yeah, All that's right. just part of it. This mm-hmm. is very important. Mm-hmm. So you fly over the the. He's been entrenched in storm clouds because oh no, he's been corrupted by some parasite. Wow. That's infected him. So you fly around him, you cut the parasite out of him, and he goes, oh, thank you, my boy. I am a good boy now. Ah, you want to find the Triforce. That's a pretty big ask, but I have three dragon buddies, and if you can find all three of the dragon buddies, they'll teach you a part of a song, and if you play that song at at the goddess's temple in in Skyloft, then you will find where the Triforce is. And you're like, we meet the dragons already? No, now we're meeting the dragons. Well, we we did meet the dragons. There were dragons. We met met them in passing a couple times, but we didn't ask them to teach us about songs because we didn't know we needed a fucking song. Now you need to go find them again. Find them again. So you go back. So this is the I can see how this game's tedious. And you just need to imagine, you need to imagine the whole time frame. That like that this like guy told 60 you sixty hours in this game. Yeah, yeah, we're like oh sixty. It's crazy, but yeah, that this this big Leviathan told you to do that, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna do, go do that, and then Fee says, no, wait, stop, <laughs> hero, I think you should go find the dragon. You're like, yeah, I know, Fee. She's like, <laughs> that's what I was gonna do. But now I don't want to do it because you told me to do it. Shit. <laughs> Oh, no, goodness. I think so. I I don't remember if you actually see the dragons before this, but you definitely have to go find the dragons now. And this is where you, because now you can go back and forth through time using the time portal. This is yeah. when you do the whole little fetch quest through time to get a healing mm-hmm. fruit for the one dragon. Oh, okay. You have to. The other dragon has like drowned the whole world, so you have to swim around and find him using a mm-hmm. scale that you get as a reward. The other dragon lives inside of the fire volcano. You can only get to him by wearing an earring that gives you fire resistance. So. Uh, you got to do all this stuff. You go to each of the dragons, and each of the dragons like, "I'll teach you a cool part of the song," and then they like, "It's like throat singing, kind of." Cool. And then you, f- so you do all this. This is again in the three areas that you were before. Mm-hmm. You do all this. You fly back up to the Leviathan, and you're like, "I figured out the three parts." And then you start playing it on the harp, and then all of the dragons pop up from under oh. the clouds. Right. And they all they all start flying through the this air. Jam. And, yeah, they all start <laughs> flying in the air and join you in the song and teaches you the the true song of the hero. And and of course the song has a little like ba 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 in it, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. It brings a tear. It's probably mind. very gratifying. Uh-huh. And so you go back to the temple and you play the song and the temple opens up and it turns out the temple is a big Puzzle temple. Of Yay. course it is. Ah, puzzles. You have to solve yeah. it to find each of the three pieces of the Triforce, but yeah. at least all three pieces of the Triforce are in this temple. So. Right? They are? Yes? Yes, they okay, are. Okay, they actually so, are. Yeah, so you reassemble all the pieces of the Triforce. Uh, and this is why you had to go on this journey, because if a mortal touches the Triforce and they don't have all of the attributes of the Triforce, strength, wisdom, and courage, then the Triforce will scatter and oh, that would be bad. Each of the three pieces of the Triforce goes We'd have to, to play even more of this game. <laughs> each of the three pieces of the Triforce will go to a person who most embodies that attribute. 
So usually what happens is Ganon tries to steal the Triforce. He is not a balanced spirit. The Triforce scatters. He gets the power one because he is the strongest. Mm. And the courage one goes to the hero. And the wisdom one goes to the princess. Okay. But in this case, Link has tempered himself through trials. And he is a worthy wielder of the Triforce. Mm. And with the power of the Triforce, he makes his mortal wish, which is to defeat the imprisoned once and for all. And the goddess, the, the three goddesses that created the Triforce accept his wish. And the entirety of Skyloft begins plummeting to the ground. And it falls through the cloud barrier. And the city exactly perfectly fits into the big chasm that was cut out from in front of the temple <laughs> right as the imprisoned is trying to break its way out. And it's it trying just to wiggle his little toesies right out. And it just smashes in between these two <laughs> giant boulders and he is defeated outright by the wish of the Triforce. Just a big old bap at the end. Yeah. Just really finished and, him off. I and love that. as... As this happens, Zelda comes out of her stasis because she is she, she no longer anymore. needs to hold hold them back. And she's like, Link, I knew you would save me. You're so cool and epic. And as this happens, Girahim pops out and he says, not so fast. This game's only been a hundred hours so far. Let's make it a little bit longer. So he grabs Princess Zelda and steals her away through the portal. And he's like, you may have defeated the imprisoned in this time, but in the distant past, he still yet lives. And I'm going to sacrifice this girl to him to bring him up to full strength. So he grabs Zelda, goes through the time portal into the past when Imprisoned was still alive. And now there is an army of, oh, you fight book hoblins throughout this entire game. The silly ones that yeah. are kind of the same from Breath, Breath of the of Wild. Wild. Yeah, I mean, oh. it's just like all Zelda games. They've always got yeah. like, goofy There's always goblins. a Bacoblins. You're just smashing away through all these Bacoblins. There's like a million of them. Uh, Girahim's at the bottom doing some ancient ritual to sacrifice Zelda to the imprisoned to fully power him up. And uh, you interrupt the ritual and fight Girahim, who takes on his true power, true power form, a thing that he probably could have done earlier, but decided to wait <laughs> till the last minute to do it now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you defeat him. And he goes, oh, you thought that you interrupted the ritual, you idiot. You, the ritual was happening the whole time we were fighting and now it is complete. Ah. And Imprisoned Classic. pops out and eats Princess Zelda Ooh. and consumes her. That's and good. by consuming her with the spirit of the goddess Hylia inside of her, he is able to regain his full strength and take on once more his humanoid form, Demise, who is just a big shadowy muscular boy who's like the it buffest, <clears throat> most shadowy muscular boy you've ever seen. It is like I'm I'm pulling up a picture for you right now, Fran, because it is just like, you know, the Zelda series kind of, it, it does its own thing. It has some interesting creations. This guy is absolutely like, if you just asked a 13-year-old, like, what's the edgiest character you could ever create? Excellent. Um, yeah, He's no, really I just edgy. I just threw him down in the general chat there. He is, uh, you edgelord supreme has been summoned. His, yeah, his oh, hair whoa. is fire. He is, he is, he is like calamity. He is death and destruction. It's fucking cool. And so he just covered in scales. Yeah, the imprisoned is? was, the imprisoned was also scaly. So okay. he's 
got similar attributes to the imprisoned. Uh, another but way thing, redder. Yeah, Girahima's dying because you just stabbed him, and Demise yeah. says you did a good job, Girahim, and as a reward, I'll let you be my sword now. And so he turns Girahim into a sword. So all right, Demise's sword is Girahim now. Okay. What, whatever. I think that I think that was his. I think that was his true form. I think he was always his sword. He's kind of Demise's fee, except I guess more useful. <laughs> She's very bar. informative, is what it sounds like. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He does also. Ex- he does a lot of exposition as well. If you think about it, so maybe <laughs> oh, they, they are trying related. to. They were trying to teach us all along. Uh, Demise is here. He is so powerful. He's like, I'm going to take over the whole world. There's nothing a puny little boy can do to stop me. Your goddess is dead. Uh, he spits out, I guess, Zelda's corpse at this point because he did consume her soul. But Fee pops out and says, it's going to take some time for Demise to fully absorb Zelda. If you're able to to defeat him, then you can release her soul. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Demise is, is taking a victory lap at this point, even though he's done nothing. The implication is without the goddess around, he can pretty much do whatever he wants. No one is strong enough to stop him. And so he's like, you listen up, boyo. I think it would be pretty fun if we had a duel of fates for the, the destiny of all of the realm. And if you beat me, well, then I'll be dead. And if I beat you, then I'm going to eat your girlfriend and, uh, I mean, take over the entire world with my goblin army. And also your city is eventually going to be on the ground again. So I kill all of them too. I'll just, it's it's all over, Sonny boy. So do you wanna <laughs> I'm going to get you. So do you want to fight me or what? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm the aspect of courage. Of course I want to do that. So he's like, cool, well, this venue will not do. It's not nearly epic enough. So he opens up a portal to a spirit realm. There's a few too many portals. Well, so far the portals have only gone to the past. This one goes to... To Edge World, the edgiest place you've ever fought a fight. Well, there's that like creepy realm too. Yeah, that one is sort of a... That's like the ethereal plane. It's just sort of overlapped on the regular plane. But this place is just a totally different place. Okay. Um, it's kind of implied that this is the, um, this is the sacred realm from other games where the Triforce rests a lot of the times. Um, but the two of them are dueling in this in this empty void. And uh, spoiler, you can defeat Demise. Uh, Demise tries to stab you. That doesn't work because you're awkwardly blocking him with your wavy controls. Uh, you stab him. You stab him a bunch, and so he starts summoning lightning. And then you have to hold your sword straight up in the air. But this time, instead of getting the goddess's energy, because there is no goddess right now, the lightning strikes your sword, and then you use that. And you jam it into his chest and it's so awesome. I mean, that so sounds awesome. pretty cool, It's honestly. so fucking radical, Frank. <laughs> like, I don't see why there's a frustration with then, this. Then you're like, it was worth it. All of the 500 hours was worth it. I grinded to get the shield from the dragon so that I would aesthetically match what Link is supposed to look like. Yeah. Yes, yours. <laughs> and you stab him and he is dying. And this is where the rest of the series comes in 
because uh-huh. as as Demise is dying with his final breath, he utters on to him a curse, and he says, you may have killed me now, you rascally little hero and your goddess friend, but whenever the two of you show up, I swear to God, I'm going to be there, and I'm going to fuck your day up so hard, son. Your spirits are going to be eternally haunted by my spirit. I'm going to constantly cause conflict, and you're going to have to constantly deal with me. So get dicked, son. And then after he utters his curse onto the hero, he fades away into the sword. The sword absorbs him. And Link is teleported back out into the regular world. And Zelda's spirit is restored. She's back in her body. And Impa, who is also there, is like, you got to put that sto- that sword in this temple, in the pedestal, because as was established previously, if you absorb a strong spirit into something, it takes a while for it to completely absorb. <laughs> so, so Fee's like, Master, you're going to have to leave me in this pedestal because I'm going to have to work on dissolving this guy or whatever it is I do. And so the Master Sword needs to rest in the temple now. And also, you guys need to go back to the present and stop being in the past. And it's like, all right, cool. And then Fee's very sad, kind of. She's, she literally says, I can't experience happiness or sadness, but if I could, Aww. I probably would be that, which is the worst. That's like the worst thing. <laughs> it's like, just let them let them experience emotion. That, whatever. No. <laughs> it's, How so, else is she supposed to give objective information, though, if she had emotions? Yeah, sure. Because it's impossible to whatever. <laughs> so you store the master sword inside of this temple, and you uh the the Triforce is going to be hidden away by Impa, who by the way, Impa was chosen by the goddess Hylia before she gave up her godlyhood to uh to watch over the the reincarnation of her that she was about to do. And Mm. it took her a really long time to do a reincarnation, but she has a time portal at her disposal. Mm -hmm. So she just went to the future when the goddess showed up right after she said that and like met up with her. So for her, it was like, I don't know, a week maybe, but, Mm. but Impa's like, I will stay here and watch over the master sword and Triforce. And you two have to return to your own time. And Zelda's like, no, I want you to be with me in the present. And she's like, no, no. I have to watch over this. We all have duties. Impa is all, always about yeah. Impa is always <laughs> about duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, very loyal. Uh, so Zelda's very sad. She gives Impa one of her bracelets, and then the two of them go into the time portal and go back to their present time, where their entire village is now just outside of this temple uh, mm-hmm. because it fell they from the sky. Bat. And as they come out, the old lady is there, and she was like, you two kids did a great job. And you're like, thanks, old lady. And then she holds out her hand, and she's wearing the bracelet that (gasps) Zelda just gave to Impa. It was Impa all along, who's this old old lady. She was guiding both heroes from different times. (gasps) And it's awesome. But then she's like, but now my job is done, so see ya. And then she dissolves into light. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's dead. She's like a thousand. (laughs) She's, She's really, really old. Yeah. Uh, and so Zelda looks out over this new land that her people now all live in, and she's like, I always dreamed of living on the ground and starting a 
nation state and what do you think will you help me and then link goes hmm because he doesn't really talk at all yeah. but the two of them go on to found the kingdom of hyrule the resting sword the resting place of the master sword one day becomes the temple of time that stores the master sword waiting for its hero mm -hmm. and the golden triangles the triforce were stored away in the sacred realm which could only be accessed via a portal that was created within the new temple of time that could only be unlocked by using the master sword, which could only be drawn by the hero of time. They seem like some pretty secure measures that they have in place. And Nothing yet all wrong. of Ocarina of Time happens. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> can go Fucking idiots. Well, on that one, Link just opened the portal and Ganon just was like, Oh, beans, what do we have here? <laughs> and so we end the story, but we begin an entire franchise where a boy <sighs> with a sword stabs a big pig demon over and over and over. And uh -huh. Zelda's there. Oh, the reason that... <laughs> so the reason Zelda's hot is because when she <laughs> gave up her godhood and reincarnated, she said... I had to reincarnate as someone that I know that the hero would follow wherever they go. So Ugh. I reincarn so I reincarnated so as now. I reincarnated as his love interest because I knew that he would always that his heroic spirit wouldn't allow his love to fall into mm -hmm. demon hands. And so I turned into a hot blonde girl. <laughs> Okay. And, now and that's why um, women are manipulative. And that's in that's why women are beautiful and men only do things to impress them. And that's all in the ancient... official guidebook, yeah? Sure. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that that is the story of the Skyward Sword. The Skyward Sword was the master sword all along. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. So and then fucking awesome. You if you can, can get through the eight million hours of gameplay that it takes to beat this game, the underlying story is so awesome. There's like three moments where you're like, this is so cool. And then the rest <laughs> of it is like dousing for butterflies. It's definitely like if you're 10 years old, it's it gives you that oh perfect like edgelord well, meme. I played meme this life. game when I was like... 19 but whatever yeah i'm pretty uh -huh. sure i mean this well i guess we're talking about college? kind of an emotional maturity level but at oh, any yeah. rate that that makes more <laughs> sense any any hey here's a tip for you girls out there any boy who likes legend of zelda and talks about it you should not be with him that is not a person <laughs> to be trusted they will spend all of their money on legend of zelda lamps and plushies and such and, and books you'll be left destitute <laughs> And if you're with him, you'll deserve it. So <laughs> goes both ways. So guys, any wow. final thoughts on the legend of Zordul, <clears throat> the Scordal Sword? My, oh, I have a question of like, I get now how the whole reincarnation cycle is like established. I guess I have two questions. One Ganon shows up a lot also in games, right? So, like, is he mm. also part of this reincarnation cycle? Is he the he's demise, demise. Yeah, he's embodiment? Demise. Okay, he's demise 
incarnate. Got it. Now, Fran, if you want to talk about <laughs> the difference between the demon lord Ganon and the human man Ganondorf, that's going to have to wait for another day. Oh, they're different. Oh, God. So then, oh, Fran, wait. Oh, Fran, you sweet summer Hold child. On. So Skyward Sword, and then is it Breath of the Wild after that? Or is no, Breath of the Wild Breath like of... after everything else? That's Fran's open question for the episode. Ethan, right. do you have any so, questions? So I just, if I understand what you have put forward here correctly, if the goddess Hylia had chosen not to reincarnate, her seal would have held for all time, and we would not only not have had this travesty, but every single travesty that ever befalls Hyrule. No, she was too weak to hold it forever. She could only do it for a finite amount of time. Mm -hmm. She knew that she couldn't do it forever. Or That's let's be honest. Let's be totally honest. Okay. Do you want to hold a demon lord <laughs> in a seal forever as your sole job? No, that's hell. <laughs> no, she's, Have, she's like, I want to be reincarnated and I sometimes be a hot flirt. girl and I want a I hot guy come I after wanna me. I want to flirt with the hot elf boy. Like, that come is, on. That is very on par with the behavior of gods. Well, you two, <laughs> I'm glad that I could teach you about the greatest story and the greatest Hated franchise it. ever created. <laughs> I thought mm -hmm. it was cool. I'm going to look at one, some uh, Fi cosplay and see what that's about. One day, maybe we can talk about some of the other amazing Any stories. Any other entry in the series. <laughs> but for now, the pages of lore close on the Lorgend of Zorlo. I'm glad you guys could come with me on this journey. Everyone listening, thank you for coming on this journey. We are just getting started with all of our various lore dumps. We have a few episodes out now. I hope you watch them. I hope you share them. I hope you follow them on whatever platform you, you enjoy. We have a YouTube channel, Cooking with Spices, where we have this podcast and other content like Let's Plays up there for you to watch, to listen to. We have a Twitter, at Spices With. Tweet us some questions. Tweet us some ideas for a show, because I'll talk about Legend of Zelda for 8,000 episodes. <laughs> but Ethan said I can't do that, because it would be too cool. That's also only if I He's... get to talk about My Little Pony for 1,000 episodes as well. You'll yeah. have to kill me first. <laughs> Please, please give these two some other suggestions <laughs> because they've told me they want to do spirit tracks and more My Little Pony, and I need someone to save me. We need to learn about alicorns and their rule, their role in their society. <laughs> I cannot imagine myself surviving that endeavor. Uh, check out our streams at Cooking with Spices on Twitch. We've got some fun games. We played soccer the other day, the Mario kind. It was quite silly. Thank you for the people who helped make this possible. We have Apoge. Uh, he's our best. He's uh, a wonderful composer, made our intro and outro. Thank you so much for your work there. Thank you, Galestorm Kitsune, for the logo and the artwork for the chat for the entire series. All of the all of the cool outlines and stuff you see on our YouTube channels, all of the logos, that was all her. So check them out. Give them a like, like their stuff, like our stuff. We like you guys. We like each other here. If you if you think about it, you know, we're kind of a Triforce. Obviously, me, the courageous leader of the group. Fran and her wisdom of ponies and other such frilly things. And of course, Ethan, who is that one guy's sword. And uh -huh. one day to a sword, he will return. 
No, I, I thought you were gonna say I, I have the strength to put up with all of this. <laughs> well, I think clearly that's more viral, honestly. But <laughs> all right. Clearly, that strength is waning. So good luck to you, Ethan. <laughs> and good luck to all of you out there. Until next time, I have been your lore master, CJ. I've been just Ethan on this one, and I've been Fran. Guys, uh. Daus for joy. Rupors. Rupors. <laughs> <laughs>